And now, live in studio, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. All right, here we are again another day committed to helping you understand your buying decisions, making you more street smart here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. And we got a great lineup for you as well. Kevin Overstreet going to be back in studio. Kevin is a, a local entrepreneur here in Tampa Bay, has uh, numerous companies and uh, protecting your homes, protecting your title as well, title insurance and property prequal is his company as well. Uh, Kevin Overstreet coming back in. Ray Hall also, Ray Hall Appraisal is going to be on the show today, talk about current values, things of that nature here uh, in Tampa Bay and making you just a bit more street smart. Save our hotline number in your phone. At some point, you may need it. 813-750-0550. Call or text the hotline. 813-750-0550. And bookmark consumerqb.com. Consumerqb.com. Helping you win in any marketplace uh, right here in Tampa Bay. This segment is brought to you by Discovery Golf Cars. Uh, longtime friends of the program here. And it seems like everybody's getting a golf cart uh, you can enjoy f- uh, for business, uh, business use, recreation. Seems like everybody's getting a golf car these days, and, and it's just so much fun. I love taking uh, rides out there with my family. They got new and pre-owned, uh, and you can also rent or buy uh, golf cart depot, aka Discovery Golf Cars. They've got this Star EV Cushman Easy Go, and they offer new or pre-owned. Check them out online. Make sure you let them know the real estate quarterback sent you, so you can take them up on those special offers. All right, a couple of hot property listings from the Platinum MVP team. Keller Williams Realty uh, helping you win in your real estate deals, buying, selling, or investing. 202 South West Shore uh, Boulevard here in Tampa. This is 202 South West Shore Boulevard here in Tampa Bay. Uh, What you got here is a a lot in South Tampa on a corner as well, and it's a Cleveland, uh, corner of Cleveland, a great location. And uh, if you're watching our TV show version, we've got an error on the screen. So just ignore the writing on that. Uh, We'll get that updated hopefully next time. All right, let's jump right into it. So we got Ray Hall in the house. Ray Hall appraisals. Welcome back, my friend. Thanks, Brandon. Thanks for having me back. Always enjoy it. Yeah, man, absolutely. So uh, what's happening in the world of real estate, man? What are you seeing on your side? A whole lot. A whole lot of stuff. You know, we're still got a great market, you know, still a lot going on, a lot of sales, low inventory. Um, You know, if, if, You've been waiting for the right time to list your house to maximize. I would say now's the time to list your house. Call Brandon today and get that house on the market because there's really not enough houses out there to, to satisfy. Um, you know, I just did a, a multifamily and, and just, you know, those are flying off the market, too. Investors are going crazy with it. So it's yeah. a great market. Take advantage of it while you can and, and, you know, enjoy what you can do. Yeah. Pricing is such a key point. You know, I mentioned some of our properties we've listed, uh, some multifamilies and, you know, even big reductions from the previous listing. And mm-hmm. uh, some of them just aren't selling because there's, you know, we're not getting calls. First of all, we're not right. getting showing second. And then, of course, the lack of the one and two means there's no offers. So pricing is so important, and that's where, especially on a complex transaction, uh, you know, you really need that guidance of an appraiser. Oh, yeah. You know, it's pricing. It's also location. You know, uh, sometimes, you know, people, you know, want to put these multifamilies in areas that maybe it's not going to appeal. 
you know, yeah. it might be an area where, you know, maybe something like a Dade City area where they like their acreage and, and, and things like that. Uh, but, yeah, pricing is, is really important. Uh, a lot of appraisers right now are finding that we're appraising below contract prices uh, because people are overpaying. People mm. are, you know, they're just trying to throw money out to get that property. And that's never a good situation. I never recommend it. Yeah, yeah it sounds great in theory for the seller, but it's really going to hurt that buyer in the long run. Um, but pricing is important, especially now. Um, you know, with these short marketing times, if your mark, if your house sits too long because you haven't priced it properly, that's going to really impact you because now people are going to try lowballing you. Yeah, because they're going to look at that and say, "Well, why has it been on the market that long?" Trust right. me, you know, I'm 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 looking into investing myself, and that's what we look for: houses that have been sitting on the market. So it can really harm you if you get a little greedy. And you try to get that higher price and you figure, well, if it sits for 90 days, you know, I don't mind. Yeah. But that's really could impact you. And you, you could actually lose money on the deal by by taking that route. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's interesting. It's an interesting market right now. And then <clears throat> I also like to talk about the development side. Uh, one of the properties I just got a, a, a full price offer. It's a, almost a million dollars uh, property up in Pasco County. Uh, 41 acres I've had listed for quite a while. Now we got a full price offer on it mm -hmm. and it's, uh, you know, talk about the time frames, the zoning, you know, that, I think that's an educational point for a lot of people right there. Uh, in time framing with regards for closing, to, like, I mean, it's going to take six, eight months on, yep. the, on the short side, potentially 10 or 12 or 15 months to close it. Right. You've got and I guess the best way to look at it is when you buy a house, you have your inspection period. That's when me, the appraiser comes in, the inspector comes in, problems are found. Sometimes there's a renegotiation to cover those costs and, and then you go to the closing. So closing usually takes and you probably know this better than me, what, maybe about thirty days sometimes. Yeah, uh, home. Yeah, single yeah, family home, home should be should be right at twenty eight days to four weeks. Now that's a pretty easy transaction. Now when you're talking about vacant land for development, that's a whole different animal. Now there's a whole lot of other things going on. Yep. Um, will the current zoning support what they're looking to do? Um, you know, are there going to have to be changes? Is additional infrastructure going to be needed? Um, you know, there's a whole lot going on, and it takes a lot more time. Because remember, and this is the reason why sometimes land takes so long to sell, is it's got to be right for that specific buyer. Mm-hmm. It's not like a house where there's a ton of people looking for it and a ton of people wanting to use it and, you know, they're going to compete for it. You've got to wait for that right buyer to show up who needs that corner for that reason or that interior lot for that reason. Um, and once they put that contract down, you've got to give them the time to now do their due diligence, yep. which is a lot more. And they have to find out maybe the county says, OK, we're going to give you that rezoning, but you have to build a, 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 you have to widen the road and you're going to pay for that. Yeah. Well, that developer might come back to the seller and say, well, you know what? I have to pay an extra half million dollars now to do this. You know, what can we work on with the price? So closings on on commercial land, especially for development purposes, takes a lot longer just because there's a lot more to it. Yeah, it's a lot a of a lot more. of process plus the outside influences. So think about that. If you look at not only was it has it always been a lot longer a process. Now you throw a pandemic, a Chinese virus in the mix. Mm -hmm. You throw in a uh, uh, you know multiple situations where attorneys are more involved. Yeah. Uh, you know the, the highly litigious uh, culture that we're in. So it's a it's a situation where you you've got those existing factors plus also the trend of I, I heard a number something like ten million Americans have moved in the last year. Yeah. You know, so so New York, New Jersey, we, it's the same 
places we always talk about moving down uh, to Florida, Texas, uh, and just, you know, warmer places, but also yeah. places that are uh, embracing more freedom as well. I say mm -hmm. a lot of blue states to, to red state trend happening as well. So that's also going to affect the development uh, side of it when you're talking about buying acreage, uh, subplatting it. Talk about some of these terms as well that you hear, platted community. Talk about some of those as well. By the way, we're talking with Ray Hall. Ray Hall appraisals here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Well, the way the development works is, first of all, you know, let's say I own, I own 50 acres, say up by me in New Tampa somewhere. That'd be great. Um, what happens is, is I then go in, I get the zoning, I get the permission to subdivide it. Yeah. And that could take a year two years who knows so now i have an engineer go in and he figures out basically what it's going to look like and what these lots are going to look like where the road's going to go the infrastructure and everything and as a developer it's basically my job to get that land ready for construction yeah. so i put the roads in i put all that in there then i sell the and i just had to talk about this with a, a lender lately i have i sell the lots to the builder so okay. Brandon Rimes doesn't come in and buy a lot. I sell the the lot to XYZ Homes. Yeah. XYZ Homes then builds and sells you the house with the lot premium of, of whatever they market up. Let me, let me pause you right there. It's because there are some companies that will come in and they'll say, hey, we'll do all what they call the dirt work, the groundwork, right? Mm -hmm. So they'll come in and buy it. They'll prep it. They'll get it all ready. The site and, prep company. Yep. yep, site prep. And then they'll take that and then flip it again to an actual end builder developer. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a lot of subcontracting going on. You know, I always people think when you when you hire a contractor or you hire a pool company or a builder, you're just working with them. No, they they're not. They're just the GC. Yeah. You know, they're hiring all the people who do the actual work. Yeah. Um, you know, when I built my pool, um, I didn't hire a pool company. I knew somebody who worked for a pool company, and he worked as my GC, and he hired all the subcontractors. Nice. So you know, that's how construction works. Um, I always recommend going to a general contractor because, quite honestly, you need that expertise in who needs to do what, when, and, and how. Um, you want them coming in and, and checking on the work, making sure everything's being done in the right order because if construction comes in at the wrong order, it's a mess and you prolong the process. Um, so that's how that's how that works. So your, your builder is not necessarily the, the person who's building your house. Their subcontractors are. Your developer is not building your house they're selling the lots to people who are going to build you the house so that's how that all works it's it's a very intricate process and that also leads to that again we talked about the time to uh for closing for that lot they have to find or the the development they have to find the builders who are going to come in and sell the houses because if they don't have a builder to sell the houses then you know what's the point of the project and the project's going to fail and i've seen yeah. that in the past yeah, and sometimes they're the whole group, too. They do it from the ground up. They do the whole process from uh, beginning to end, mm -hmm. and then they'll talk about assigning it. You know, So then you check the box assignable on the contract, and then they assign it to a certain LLC. Mm -hmm. There's, it gets a little uh, complex for a lot of people, and especially when sellers, I think – you know, typically we're talking right now to folks that are thinking about buying, selling, investing, and we want to talk about some of the strategies that are, that are there, but also break it down. Uh, CDD is another area, you mm -hmm. know, Community Development District. Uh, another uh, game that's played uh, in that, we talk a little bit about CDD. Uh, CDD, basically, what that is, is uh, pretty much the, the developer, uh, in a lot of cases anyway, the developer had a loan. Yep. The loan has interest. The CDD pays the interest on, on, on the loan. A lot of times it's paying interest on bonds that were issued to pay for uh, a certain project. Um, they're very common. Uh, I know a lot of people don't like them. 
I don't like them, but I pay it. You know, I'm, I'm in a development with a CDD and it's a big part of my taxes. And that's an important thing to know is the CDD is included in your property taxes. You never see it. You're not going to get a CDD bill like you do an HOA. Homeowner Association, right? Right. The Homeowners Association, that's paid on a monthly basis. Yep. Uh, I know here in the Tampa Bay area, one development, um, uh, Meadow Point, actually has rolled their HOA fee into the CDD fee, so it's included in their property taxes. Yep. Um, but that's a pretty unique uh, uh, experience. That that's, I haven't seen that anywhere else. But CDD fees are becoming very popular. Um, some of them do go away over time. Uh, you know, I'm not too familiar with the exact structure of all of them, uh, but you are paying you know, for some of the expenses that were incurred by the developer or the builder in making that uh, that community. Very good stuff, man. Thanks a lot, Ray. Ray Hall, Ray Hall Appraisals. More from Ray coming up after this break. Uh, we're going to come back also later in the show. Kevin Overstreet, property prequal here in studio. Uh, we come back as well. I'm gonna, we're going to talk about a uh, moral minute. I'm going to start talking about commentating on things happening on a national level as well. Uh, it's like Coca-Cola with their war on whiteness and some of the different racism type things that you're seeing. And, of course, it was uh, evident on the Grammy. So I'm going to come back. Have a quick monologue on that, and we're going to finish up more with Ray Hall. Ray Hall Appraisals here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. We're going to dive a little bit deeper into the residential side, maybe the investment side of real estate here in Tampa Bay, uh, Tampa, St. Pete, Clearwater, Palm Harbor, some of the best areas uh, in the country uh, to live, work, and play. Stay with us right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. Thanks for listening to my daddy's show. For more information, go to ConsumerQB.com. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. Hey, Brandon Rimes here, owner of the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. Also, your host of the Consumer Quarterback Show right here on AM860 to answer residential listings in Hillsborough County, giving you your market update, latest data here from the Mid-Florida Regional MLS. In January, the inventory went down again, 2292 in January, down to February, 1963 units available. Inventories down. Residential sales are up. So in January, 1798 properties were available for sale. And if you take that number into February, 2,015 properties have sold. The absorption rate is 97.4%, and it's a 1.03 month supply of inventory. Again, a strong seller's market. So if you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, right now would be a great time for move-up buyers, by the way, uh, because you're taking advantage of less inventory. Uh, also, uh, at higher price points, you have less competition. So reach out. We'd love to talk to you. 813-750-0550. Call or text our hotline, 813 813- 750-0550. And for all of our listings, you can see platinummvpteam.kw.com. That's platinummvpteam.kw.com. And if you'd like more information about our radio and TV show, you can go to consumerqb.com. That's consumerqb.com. Make it a great day. Please go out there and do something kind for one another and perform a random act of kindness. We'll see you next time. My friends, when choosing a listing agent to sell your home, their track record is critically important. Dennis Prager here for Brandon and Lindsey Rimes, owners of Platinum MVP Team at Keller Williams Real Estate. They're consistently rated by the MLS in the top 1% of all Tampa Bay realtors, and that's a big deal. Brandon and Lindsey are always among the top realtors in the state. Call them today at 813-750-0550. Find them at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. 
listening to The Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. All right, Brandon Rimes here, Consumer Quarterback Show, Platinum MVP Team, Keller Williams Realty, helping you win in any marketplace. Shout out to Brothers Easy Moving, the official moving partner of the Consumer Quarterback Show. Brothers Easy Moving, whether you're planning a local or long-distance move, reach out to Gary Thacker and his team. Brothers Easy Moving, local or long-distance moves. Uh, Tampa Bay, all the way across country, let Brothers Easy Moving handle your move. They did a great job for my family. And uh, we're going to take a quick clip here. I'm going to play a quick clip from uh, Charlie Kirk. Uh, you're, you're seeing a lot of stuff these days. It seems like the world is, is in a weird place, and uh, I feel a moral obligation to, to give you my perspective on it, uh, and it's well-researched perspective as well. And here's one of the best uh, spokespersons uh, for uh, basically Constitution, you know, protecting the Constitution, protecting, uh, you know, normal uh, normalcy here in America, not hating our country. Here's a quick clip from Charlie Kirk podcast. We are the most generous country in the history of the planet, the most accepting the most benevolent, the least likely to judge on race. And yet I have to go through this nonstop narrative, which is designed to divide, that there's someone lurking in the shadows that wants to hold you back based on your skin color. Let me be very clear. If there's a racist in the audience, you got work to do to repent and to communicate with your creator and ask for forgiveness. I mean that. It's a sin. However, your mere existence as a white heterosexual male does not mean that you are currently a participating or engaging in the sin of racism. It doesn't. And anything to the contrary is a lie. In fact, it's a hyperfixation to try to keep people down, to convince them they can't succeed because there's a boogeyman around the corner. When in reality, if you get married before you have kids, you graduate from high school and get a job, you're going to be just okay in this country, generally, and don't commit crimes. It's a tough message, but it's true. When in reality, it's easier. You know how much easier my life would be if I just went around and I had a list of people you could blame. Seriously, your employer, your parents. What's the first thing tyrants always do before they go after the church? They turn their kids against their parents. And, that, and that's a big one right there for me is, is what, the, what the leftist media is doing, the, the activist media and their uh, corporate cohorts, their democratic cohorts, whoever you want to say it, politicians. They're turning the younger generation, and they've been doing it for years, against their parents. And, and you look at it through the, the use of uh, female rappers like Cardi B and what they did at the Grammys on network television. They're coming close to what would be called pornographic uh, materials. And, and they're pushing that down the throat. Corporations like Coca-Cola, I'm wearing my capitalism shirt uh, today, and it looks like the Coca-Cola. They are inviting f- uh, people, I think Maya Angelou in, and they're saying, hey, let's teach a class about whiteness and about how if you are white, you are naturally oppressive and you are in a position. So it's, it's further fueling the division in this country and it's wrong. And it's really, they're the racist ones doing it. And, and then, you know, cause critical race theory is being taught in schools. It's basically going back against what Dr. Martin Luther King said, Dr. Martin Luther King said, we should not judge by the skin color, but the content of the character. And this, this kind of stuff, we've got to get involved on a local level. That's why I'm considering a run for uh, county commission, school board, state house rep. I'm not sure yet. I'm going to be very diligent in my research. And when I run, I'm going to win. Uh, but, you know, we're the, one of the least likely countries to judge on race. And, and it's constant that these, these people are pushing this down uh, a narrative, a false narrative, and they're 
creating victim mentality. And we're seeing it all over the place now, of course, with the new administration. in. so that's that's my take on uh, whiteness and racism in America right now. OK, so let's go back to um, Ray Hall here. Ray Hall's in studio. Uh, that is our uh, kind of our moral moment there. I don't know if you care <laughs> to comment on any of that, Ray, or, uh, you know, if you just want to jump right into the real estate talk. Uh, you know, it, it, for me, obviously, I'm a. Uh, if you're watching the TV, you see I'm, I'm a white male, and um, you know, I, I agree with you. You know, equality needs to be across the board. We all need to cre- treat everybody equal. We all have a place here, and, and we can all benefit society. And and that's what I'm a big advocate for is not so much, you know, what you look like, but do you contribute? Exactly. Contributing, we should all get up every day and say, how can I contribute to the well-being? of everyone around me. Right. And that's what we should focus on. You know, a, a lot of the stuff going on right now, uh, I, I won't get into my opinions of it, yeah. uh, but I, I feel people are lost their way of just worrying about themselves Yeah, and, and contributing to what we need to do as a society on a daily basis. Yeah. And we're constantly programmed by 90% of the media outlet that has their, their own mission and their goal to uh, erase the history of the United States and create a new colony or whatever you want to call it, but they're trying to erase everything our forefathers did and calling it bad and ripping down statues and, uh, you know, just turning it into uh, essentially a socialist country. And you see that with $5 trillion. Think about this. Just people say, let's talk about the facts. Okay. $5 trillion of money was just printed over the last 12 months, 12 to 18 months, right? Yeah. 40% of that new money is in rotation now or our overall money supply from the history of the origination of the United States of America. 40% 40% of that money is new money. Yeah. So is that not a step towards major step towards socialism? And, and think about all the money being kicked back to politicians and all their friends and their contractors and, you know, the brother-in-law of the guy that was running for the big office. Well, what also that's going to do is, I mean, the value of our dollar. Exactly. You remember, you know, value is always kind of based on the availability of something. Yeah. Gold is valuable because it's not available. The more available the U.S. dollar is, the less valuable it is. That's why a lot of these, uh, you know, these these smart investors you know about, you know, yeah. you know Robert Kiyosaki, uh, you know, people like that, they buy Bitcoin, gold. I mean, he owns gold mines. Silver, too. I think I saw yeah. him talking about silver. Yep. Silver. But it's funny because you think about him as being a big real estate guy. He bought, He owns mines. And he mines his own gold and his own silver because he doesn't trust what's going to happen to the dollar with all this happening. And exactly. a lot of experts are, are uh, uh, estimating that we're going to go into deflation. Oh, it's it's going to be crazy. And and that's that's not good. Um, you know, I, I know my uh, my my grandmother, my great grandmother, my great aunt. They moved from Germany uh, back in the nineteen thirty. No, oh, long time. Well, anyway, when, when Germany was going through a depression. Obviously, in the early 1900s, and my aunt was telling me stories how whenever they had money, their uh, my great grandmother bought uh, spent it immediately. Mm. She bought whatever they needed and spent every dime of it because they knew it was not it wasn't going to buy tomorrow what it could buy today. Exactly, same thing happened in Venezuela. We got a, Mm -hmm. a, a new realtor on our team. She's from Venezuela, and she said, "Brandon, man, I agree with so many things you're saying because of what I she saw happen firsthand." In her country. Yeah. And and by the way, I just played a clip last week on the show. Uh, one of the biggest investment opportunities for people you're seeing across the world because we're buying all this plastic stuff from China. Mm-hmm. And then we have all this stuff in our homes and we sell and we move. 
is storage facilities. So there's a loop back to real estate. Yep. <laughs> we got about a minute left. Real estate's real estate's always a great way to go. Yeah. You know, I love real estate. I'm in real estate. You know, I, I didn't want to really go the realtor route. Um, you know, I appreciate what you guys do, but you know, I enjoy the whole analytical side of it. So that's why I got into appraising, and I love it. I love yeah. real estate. I love the fact that I'll be in a celebrity mansion in the afternoon, and you know, a tear down the next morning. You yeah. know, I see the whole range of it. Um, it's really a great place to invest. It's a great place to buy. Even right now, if you can find good deals, you're going to do really well. You know, go out, look for those houses that need that work. Buy the house, fix it up, flip it. You'll do well. RayHallAppraisals.com. Yep, RayHallAppraisals.com. And if uh, we're actually hiring a full-time assistant, so if you're interested, please send your resume to Ray at RayHallAppraisals.com. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Ray. Appreciate you coming in. Ray Hall, longtime friend of the program, great appraiser right here in Tampa Bay. And when we come back, we're going to bring in Kevin Overstreet into the conversation. Kevin Overstreet, uh, longtime friend of the program here as well. Plus, our feel-good story of the day, L.A. official becomes no-kill city as animal shelters achieve 90% save rate. Stay with us. This is Chris Voss, former FBI lead hostage negotiator and owner of the Black Swan Group. And you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show hosted by my friend Brandon Rives. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. All right, welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. We greatly appreciate you hanging out with us here. Every day we're 4 o'clock drive time right here on 860 The Answer. Also, you can catch us on 93.7 FM. That's the uh, FM translator. And we got our weekend show on FM 102.5 The Bone. If you're up Sunday morning, maybe getting up early, heading to church, going fishing or something, Sunday morning, 7 a.m., 102.5 The Bone, you can find us there. Plus, our podcast, download our podcast, uh, thousand over 1,200 videos actually on YouTube now uh, associated with the Consumer Quarterback Show. So we'd love to help you win in any marketplace. Save our hotline, reach out to the hotline. That's the way you can connect. Call or text our hotline, 813-750-0550. Call or text the hotline, 813-750-0550. And ConsumerQB.com. Quick shout out to Veteran Gutters, uh, our friends over at Veteran Gutters. Uh, you got Brandon Porter over there, and what a great guy he is. He's a veteran. Of course, he named his company Veteran Gutters. And it's all USA-made, American-made products, and what a way to add value to your home. Also, uh, you know, help extend the roof life and, and also potentially the foundation. Sometimes the water will pile up around your foundation and cause problems. Veteran Gutters, longtime friends of the Consumer Quarterback Show, VeteranGutters.com. And a couple of hot property listings here for this segment. we got some properties uh, here in Tampa Bay. Uh, we've got a uh, vacant lot available. This is a nice five-acre parcel, 6513 South County Line Road in Plant City. This is a great opportunity here, 6513 South County Line Road. Uh, you've got a, a five-acre property. You could build a, a beautiful home on it, also potentially put a, a large building. And uh, it also backs up to English Creek Preserve, natural springs located on the property. Great buying opportunity, beautiful property with some oak trees as well. Great place to build your dream home. Also, 1010 Bay Esplanade, right on Clearwater Beach, on the north side of Clearwater Beach. We've got a beautiful property available in the $800,000 range. Uh, what I love about this property is it's got a private sun deck on the third story tall. 
sun deck and a private apartment. Check out 1010 Bay Esplanade. Great opportunity to own real estate. Millionaire's Row right there on the north side of Clearwater Beach. And you are literally a three to five minute walk to the beautiful sugar sand beaches and dolphin filled waters of Tampa Bay, Clearwater Beach. Check out all of our listings at platinummvpteam.kw.com. All right, we're welcome Kevin Overstreet back in studio. Welcome back, Kevin. Thank you, sir. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Hey, my pleasure, man. And a property firewall amongst one of your companies that you have. I know you own multiple companies, local entrepreneur, yep. and uh, multiple title companies in the real estate space. And I uh, want to talk about property firewall today. Yeah, I may I may own more real estate related companies than anyone else who doesn't sell real estate. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, um, yeah, with uh, uh, so property firewall is is the the. the the topic for today, but actually the the true topic is, I guess, entrepreneurship and and being flexible. Love so, it. as um, any entrepreneur who has has created or wants to create something that's uh, that's truly innovative, they're going to have to put someone or a group of people or an entire world through some type of learning curve, right? And uh, something that they haven't done before. And as everyone knows, people are relatively resistant to change. And um, so some of the lessons that we've learned with Property Firewall, and, and just to recap super quickly, uh, Property Firewall is a title fraud monitoring or a title monitoring, public record monitoring service that detects new documents recorded in the public records and watches those for any type of fraudulent document. And we report anything that does look suspicious or really anything that happens to the subscriber, which is typically a property owner. And then we go from there as far as if it is fraudulent, which we haven't had happen yet. But when it does occur, we've got fraud resolution uh, services for them where we connect them with attorneys in their area, whatever it may be. But um, a couple of really good lessons that we've learned. Uh, so as, as you know, the, the name of the book on the subject of title theft is The Fraud Shine State, which is a fantastic name for a book. And a terrible name for a company. Uh, so that that was the that was actually the brand and the domain was fraudshine.com. And uh, we were doing a lot of A-B test marketing with um, emails and um, social media and things like that. And it turns out, and this sounds really obvious when I say it, but we hadn't thought of it, that if the word fraud is in your domain of your emails, it's going to get blocked by everything. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So so it's been rebranded to Property Firewall, and we like the name better anyway. And and then the other lesson is just kind of what I alluded to before, which is putting the average person um, who who typically doesn't know anything about title really at all, uh, certainly not title insurance and its limitations. Uh, and it's not, a, it's not that they've been misinformed. They've been uninformed uh, or just not informed. And they just don't believe – that title theft is a thing. I have my house. I'm sitting in my house. How could someone steal it? Well, they don't. They don't steal your physical property. They steal the. They fraudulently pretend to have the rights to your property, and then they do a lot of nefarious things like financing it or even selling it. And uh, to learn more about that, you can go to propertyfirewall.com and see everything that we have to offer there. But I wanted to, uh, because of that, because of the. Uh, resistance uh, from everyone to sort of accept and understand. And, and, we're, and we're talking about a membership or a subscription that costs either $150 a year for the, the upper level one or $9.99 a month. Uh, so it's not a big investment, but it's still something that no one gets. So 
And not many people get it. Right, right. Yeah. So yeah. the direction that we're going now is white labeling. And yeah. th- this comes back to the old uh, kind of sales adage, which is go where the people already are. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, a great example of that is I've got a couple of real- realtor clients and a-, a lender client. They're nearly all of their business. If I told you to get one of the top 10 places that a realtor gets business from, I doubt one of those that you would get, give back to me. And you'd be right on all of them. But I doubt one of them would be the flea market. Oh, wow. Okay. So what happens at a flea market on the weekends? Hundreds of people show up, yeah. right? And are they all broke? No, they're not. Uh, these people are there with booths talking, you know, advertising for buyers to come and uh, purchase properties through them. They do a ton of business, and the booth costs almost nothing because it's a flea market. And yeah. there's hundreds of people that, seen that, one. that they speak with. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's um, – It's just another way you can market entrepreneurship, capitalism at its best. Yep. Yeah. Smarter, not harder, right? So along those lines is white labeling. So the the very first one that we're doing, the prototype that we're building as we speak, is thanks to you, Brandon, uh, because of the introduction that you gave me to a gentleman a few weeks ago. Uh, We've made a lot of progress with him. I'm actually going up to uh, visit them and present to their board on the 14th of next month. Nice. So that's exciting. But they're a identity theft uh, protection company. So think of LifeLock. There's someone like that. Yep. And they already have thousands, tens of thousands of clients, and they already have a marketing machine that's going. And all of those people already believe in what they're selling. Yeah. And they also believe in the need for protection from things that you can't see. You can't see that someone's taking your identity right. and doing things with it. You don't find out till it's over. So that's an easier sell or upsell yep. uh, for the title monitoring. So the the end goal is we'll be adding our service to their upper level package, yeah. making what they offer better and making us uh, a few bucks and getting us a ton of subscribers. So nice. that there are so many different directions that you can, that we can go with that, that we will go. A really obvious one is home security systems. Mm. Um, anyone selling that. And, and I want to, uh, I'm hoping that this will spark an interest of some of your listeners because they could easily know some of these folks that we could connect with and develop a white label for them. So okay. for example, your friend, my new friend, his the, the the title monitoring won't appear to be coming from Property Firewall. It'll be coming from his company. Right. And but powered by us. And that's uh so so he doesn't have to really do anything um other than say yes and create uh, the relationship. Yeah, yeah, yep. exactly. So uh, uh, home security systems a great um fit, of course. A really kind of the best fit are the real estate agents and companies and the title agencies. If you think about what a title agency does after closing, they record that deed, putting the new buyer in title, of course, and then ensuring that buyer, that act of recording the deed, putting that in public record is actually what creates the opportunity for a fraudster to manipulate the records in order to steal title to that property and do their, their bad guy things which are numerous. And of course they're not, the title company's doing nothing wrong by that, but it is public record. So the moment you become an owner, you become a target mm. potentially. So, but even all the way down to like, uh, I have a subscription or a membership with a air conditioning company. I've got yeah. a 20 year old home in Odessa and they, they come out every, you know, every quarter and I pay an annual fee. So I'm subscribing to that. And there's a certain level of trust there. They've already sold me. You might say, yep. uh, someone like that could also offer as a side thing, yep. uh, what we offer. So, uh, tons of different people, uh, 
that property firewall does can help uh, on a larger scale. Such so think of a property management company if they've got yeah. hundreds or thousands of properties that they are managing for the owners of those properties. Yeah, th- those properties are actually the very most susceptible uh, to title theft because there's no one better to steal title and sell the house than a tenant. Mm. who already lives there. And in the book, it talks about how easy the, the crime is to commit. It also offers a solution, which is property firewall. And it also offers some free solutions, which is how to like monitoring title yourself, your own records, because it is public. Uh, truly, anyone with a computer and internet access can see all of these records anonymously, unlimited, and for free. And they can record forged documents electronically wow. from anywhere in the world. And yeah. it's, uh, it's frightening. It's a, it's a crime that most people have never heard of and don't believe exists. But as you know, our our friend Matt, he was on the show a few weeks ago. Yeah. He personally stole 109 properties just in Ybor City. What was his last name again? Matt Cox. Matt Cox. Yeah. You saw him on American Greed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but actually, that's a, that leads us to a good segue here. Let's when we come back, can you give a specific story or maybe you know an example of how that worked, how it per- was perpetrated on the person? And I know we got to leave some of the detail out. Sure. But uh, more from Kevin Overstreet uh, when we come back right here. We're talking about propertyfirewall.com. Talk about real estate and how easy some of these perps can steal your home, literally steal your home, refinance, pull money out, sell it from out from underneath you. Next thing you know, you got a cop knocking on your door, police officer uh, knocking on the door, serving warrants, different uh, or, or uh, you know eviction notices. Uh, stay with us, uh, Kevin Overstreet here in studio. Plus, our feel-good story of the day, L.A. officially becomes no-kill city as animal shelters achieve 90% save rate. Stay with us. Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. Hey, I'm Ken Shamrock, and you're here with Consumer Quarterback Show. And I say, Brandon Rhymes, knock out your competition. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-670-7372. Online at ConsumerQB.com. Hey, Brandon Rhymes here with your real estate market update. Owner of the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty with your Pasco County residential listings update on the market. Got the latest data here from the multiple listing service, the Mid-Florida Regional MLS. Okay, inventory is low as we know, but it actually dropped again in February. In January, we have 1,202 properties, and in February 2021, we're down to 1,043 properties available for sale in Pasco County. Now, come on down and you look at the uh, properties have sold those numbers are up 976 properties in january sold compared to 1046 in february that sold in all of pasco county residential sales so if you divide the solds by the list that's 102 percent 100.2 percent absorption rate and a one month supply of inventory a strong seller's market great opportunity and i've got lots of vacant land also if you're looking to build uh, we have some opportunities there for vacant land throughout the area tampa bay area 813-750-0550 please call or text our hotline 813-750-0550 and also consumerqb.com is our radio and tv show info consumerqb.com or platinummvpteam.kw.com you can see our listings there and also reach out through the website at platinummvpteam.kw.com brandon rhymes here thanks so much we greatly appreciate your support have a wonderful day talk to you soon 
My friends, when choosing a listing agent to sell your home, their track record is critically important. Dennis Prager here for Brandon and Lindsay Rimes, owners of Platinum MVP Team at Keller Williams Real Estate. They're consistently rated by the MLS in the top 1% of all Tampa Bay realtors, and that's a big deal. Brandon and Lindsay are always among the top realtors in the state. Call them today at 813-750-0550. Find them at PlatinumMVPTeam.KW.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at ConsumerQB.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-670-7372. And we're back. Brandon Rhymes here, Consumer Quarterback Show, powered by the Platinum MVP team, Keller Williams Realty, helping you win in your real estate deals. A couple of hot investment opportunities, multifamily properties in Tampa, close to downtown, close to Ebor, 801-803 Palm Avenue in Tampa. Great investment opportunity here. Uh, also, the third unit is 1905 Talia Farrell, but you got three properties side by side. Uh, there are buildings, there's lots as well, potentially uh, maybe rezoned commercially, uh, but they are cash flowing right now. 801 803 Palm Avenue in Tampa, as well as 1905 Talia Farrow. A great buying opportunity. Multifamily, looking for my entrepreneurs, my developers, my builders, uh, and uh, potentially investors here uh, in Tampa Bay. You can see all of our listings at Platinum MVP Team. Dot kw.com somewhere, somewhere sunny and, 75. and every day we're going to tell you something good in our feel good story of the day all right, so uh, Los Angeles has officially achieved no-kill status for the first time after achieving a save rate of 90.49%. This is for animals, by the way. Uh, this is a feel-good story of the day about animals. No-kill, no no, that doesn't apply to, to human babies like abortion, you know, when you talk about that. But Los Angeles County, uh, the milestone achieved was announced on March 10th by Best Friends Animal Society, a nonprofit that does nationwide outreach with sellers. Rescue groups and members to promote pet adoption, no-kill animal rescue, and spay and neuter practices. Uh, Best Friends Animal Society hopes to make every city in the United States no-kill in the next four years. And, quote, uh, it's difficult to overstate the enormity of this moment and its place in history of the no-kill movement. No-Kill LA has demonstrated what's possible when an entire community comes together. A 90% save rate is the nation's uh, is nationally recognized benchmark is considered a no kill, taking into account approximately 10% of pets who enter shelters have uh, medical or behavioral circumstances that lead to uh, humane uh, euthanasia uh, rather than killing for lack of space. All right, there you have it. There's our feel good story of the day. And Kevin Overstreet here in studio. Uh, he's a local entrepreneur, owns multiple companies uh, related to real estate and title companies and, and propertyfirewall.com is one we're talking about today. And our awesome producer, James, popped in and said, hey, by the way, I just hit the fresh off the press uh, HGTV star. You know, people love those shows, those renovation shows, uh, flip programs, star of rehab addict Nicole Curtis. Uh, just recently had this happen to her in Detroit, I'm told. Uh, she uh, rehabbed a property, spent forty, fifty thousand $50,000 only to find out, whoops, you bought it from a fake owner, straw buyer potentially, yep. or however they faked the title. Yeah, chances are um, I heard about it when you heard about it, which was about two and a half minutes ago. Yeah. So, so I can't give you the details yet, but I can speculate, and I'm right. Uh, someone created a fake deed, and um, e- either 
either someone created a fake deed and stole title to the property and, and tricked everyone. By recording that by, deed. By recording that deed, yes. The, the, the county offices have no obligation or, uh, or and there's no recourse against them if there's fraud or anything like that. And how could they? How could they know if a signature is legit or, or anything like that? They simply look at the format, the number of pages, the money that was that was uh, paid in order to get those um, documents added. And that's it. So um, Couldn't a- they, by the way, let me just pause sure. there. But, I mean, we're, we're looking at trying to increase our election integrity right now. And, you know, it seems like they use signature verification when you're voting. Why? It seems like we should be a little bit more advanced to this in 2021 with these types of, de- seems like there should be some kind of a central database somewhere. And, you know, does that signature match, but there's not, there's not, uh, yeah. th- th- there's absolutely not. And, and there are a lot of, I've, I've personally, so I've been in this business for 23 years and 40,000 plus transactions have come across my desk or the desks of my people. Yeah. And uh, we, we catch it often. Um, yeah. We catch something that's a signature that looks bad. And we hear things like, well, he broke his hand. He was signing with his left hand mm. or he had a stroke. That's why the signature is like okay. that. Those, yeah. are, those are potentially legitimate reasons. I did have a mortgage guy about uh, 15 years ago who's no longer a mortgage guy. He had three uh, borrowers in the same month that had broken their hands. So uh, I asked yeah. him at one point, um, I said, are you, are, are you breaking their hands to make them do your mortgage? You had to close um, the deal. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but that wasn't the case, I don't think. But, but, but yeah, so the, uh, unfortunately, this uh, young lady from HGTV, if, if it is what I think it is and it's a fraudulent transfer or a transfer from a fraudulent owner, the title insurance policy, assuming that she closed at a title company and, and again, everyone was tricked, she would have gotten or will be getting a title policy from them that lists a lot of exclusions um, and not just title insurance, but any insurance carrier, they really have two goals. And this is a little, a little cynical on my part to say this. Uh, and I love my underwriters. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. their goals are to collect premiums and deny claims yeah. because that's how they stay profitable. And if you are, if you look closely at your owner's policy, you very closely at all of the exclusions. If you took title via a fraudulent transfer, you, your claim will be denied uh, in, in nearly every case. So um, I'm going to find out more about uh, exactly what James was talking about to see what um, what solutions there may be. But um, you were asking before the break about uh, Matt Cox. And let me also yeah, yeah. Uh, just throw out a hotline number. If anybody's out there dealing with something along this nature or you want to reach out and talk to Kevin, uh, just call or text our hotline, 813-750-0550. Call or text. You can also submit an email through consumerqb.com. That's our website, 813 Zero five five zero. You can text the word title fraud or, you know, uh, fraud shine state is the name of his book. Uh, but then we get you in touch with Kevin and he can kind of walk you through the scenario. He can walk you through the service. Again, it's like nine ninety nine a month uh, to sign up for one of the levels of his service. But yeah, let's, let's talk, touch on a little bit more of that. So Matt was operating in the, and a lot of this is, um, summary, of course, and guessing on my part. So don't quote me exactly. I've got about a three-hour interview with him that I've got recorded that I need to condense down into his story in my book. And that's one of the reasons the book isn't complete yet. It's funny, as a writer, uh, the first 95% are pretty easy. The last five are tough. But yeah. uh, So one, uh, he did many, many different scenarios, but a really creative one that I'll go through really quickly and hopefully too fast for anyone to pick up too much on and and learn from. But um, a lot of these guys are they're, they're geniuses. They're 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 e- evil geniuses, and they they use their intelligence and their knowledge to exploit the holes that exist in different government offices. So the two there's two gentlemen in, uh, in particular. So Matt, one of the things that he did um, is go to the Social Security office, 
walk right in and say, I've got a nine-month-old daughter, and she needs a Social Security number. Mm. When, it, when your child is less than a year old, they don't have to be present to prove that they exist. Mm. And she was born to a midwife. That's why it's not in a hospital record. And right there, he's stealing you know, in, in the social office. Uh, they give him a Social Security number, her wow. a Social Security number. And then he gets, she gets prepaid uh, credit cards, makes the payments for a few months, and establishes a credit score, <clears throat> and then buys properties. Wow. So maybe buy an $80,000 property. There's a way that he used to make that look like a $300,000 sale. I'm not going to explain what that is. Yep. <clears throat> but now he's got she has a $300,000 property that she would then get multiple loans against. And he said that at one point he had an $80,000 property with $1.3 million in mortgages against it. Wow. <clears throat> because if you go to five lenders in the same day or same week, right. <clears throat> the title companies they're using can't see that the other transactions have occurred because of the delay and they can, he can do that. So um, the other guy uh, is a local guy and what he was doing, I'll go real quickly. uh, Death certificates don't go into public record because of privacy laws, but obituaries are listed Mm. in the newspaper or whatever. He would see who died, who wasn't survived by anyone. And then look at those folks and see if they own properties. And if they did, he would deed them to himself. Mm. There are many transfers that happen that are signed by people after they've died. We've seen one that was eight years after someone was deceased. Wow. Yeah. Lots of fraud out there. Lots of things to mm-hmm. be careful of. Uh, give us give us your final thought, maybe a nugget of advice and how people can contact you, Kevin. <sighs> nugget of advice is every single person who owns property needs to look at the title to that property. It doesn't mean grabbing your deed and making sure that that's right. It means looking at your at the public records. Uh, the book, as well as the website, propertyfirewall.com, explain how the do-it-yourself um, system works in Florida, and it's going to be similar in all states. But in many cases, in all all cases in Florida, nearly all, you can see all of this yourself. Uh, that's going to do two things. It's going to one, it's going to show you that hopefully everything is okay. Two, it's going to show you how easy it is to find those records. Nice. Yeah. Okay. All right, Kevin Overstreet. Thanks so much. Appreciate you coming in, my, my friend. Pleasure. And we want you to please go out there and consider committing a random act of kindness. Do something kind for one another. Be a force for good in the community and follow us online. We'd love to connect with you at Brandon Rhymes one on Instagram and Twitter. Consumer Quarterback Show page out there as well as the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. And we'll see you next time right here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Check out ConsumerQB.com. You've been listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Contact Brandon Rhymes at 813-670-7372. That's 813-670-7372. Online at consumerqb.com and join us next time for the Consumer Quarterback Show.